Blog Talk Radio. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey, good morning, folks. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today on All Things Franchising. But I tell you what, today it's All Things Science. That's right. Now you've tuned into the right show. It is All Things Science today. And that's because today we're going to be um, hearing more from, about nutty scientist. And what the heck is that? That sounds really fun. Uh, Kevin Sloser is the director and he calls himself the lead nutty scientist of Nutty Scientist franchise. He has a rich background in science, including a bachelor's in chemistry and a master's in medicinal chemistry. In 2014, he founded uh, the Nutty Scientist and he, he found the Nutty Scientist, and launched a location in Michigan. He became one of their franchisees. He's now the Nutty Scientist franchisee liaison for the U.S. working with expansion and training for potential new franchisees. Please help me in welcoming Kevin Sloser. I had to stop for just a second, Kevin, to make sure I got your last name. And I know people do that for me, but thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm excited to hear about you. Absolutely. Thanks, Linda. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here as well. Uh, it'll be Very great to good. talk about Nutty Scientists. Absolutely. Well, I first want to hear about you, Kevin. So it sounds to me like you've been in a science lab for most of your life. Tell me a little bit about your interest in that. Yes, absolutely. So um, I, I kind of dubbed myself a lifelong science nerd. Um, and so it kind of started back all the way in high school. I was actually in a math, science, and computer program. And it kind of got me inspired to follow a scientific path. And so I pursued chemistry, which was my favorite, mixing things together, always with the ex- potential of explosions. And so um, it was one of those where Uh, I pursued that in college and eventually went into medicinal chemistry or pharmaceutical research. And my goal was I wanted to help people and so kind of use the chemistry that I had learned uh, to hopefully help people. And I was going to do that by hopefully designing new medicines and uh, contributing in that way. And so um, graduation and after school, uh, I ended up working for a couple of different pharmaceutical companies. Um, in different parts of the country. So my job kind of moved our family into different places. Um, And I was able to kind of pursue that passion and excitement for about 15 years. Um, And in that time, I developed another passion. And that passion was an excitement in watching kids uh, gain their inspiration and excitement. And science was the thing that inspired me in school. Um, And so that was something that I wanted to pursue and have that opportunity. And so the companies that I worked for um, 
in the pharmaceutical land, uh, offered opportunities to local schools where they would bring in uh, their classes for field trips and things like that. And we would do kind of demonstrations to just help them to see what a scientist does um, in everyday life, I guess. And in that time, it just gave me this intense desire just to pass my passion along to the next generation. And so um, me pursuing what I kind of call a science enrichment program, like Nutty Scientists, was kind of a dream that had grown um, over those 15 years. And then in 2014, I decided to kind of take the leap and pursue it. And that's how I got connected with Nutty Scientists. And that was when Nutty Scientists of Southeast Michigan was born, I guess, and been building and growing since. That that's, it sounds like a perfect marriage, to be honest with you, Kevin. <laughs> it, you know, it just sounds like it was meant to be. Now, tell me a little bit about why you think it's important to be involved with Nutty Scientists um, and, and bring this education of science to kids. Do you think that maybe in our current school district, um, some of the corners have been cut around science and they, they're not getting the depth of knowledge that maybe you did when you were in school? Yeah, that's a very great question. And unfortunately, a question that uh, the answer is probably not the best news, uh, because I would agree with you. I think that in a lot of ways, um, our schools and our teachers especially are a little bit tied as far as what they can offer the kids. And so when I was thinking about doing this, um, my, my pursuit and the reason that I wanted to do this um, was because I had seen that. I had seen kind of the difference of what I grew up with um, versus what is being offered in classes now. And I talked with a lot of teacher friends. I talked with a lot of people that I know that are in um, kind of curriculum development for school districts and things like that. And the overwhelming response and answer that I got was that, you know, science is something that's really, really important, but with all of the different kind of regulations and the things that they want to make sure that the kids learn, a teacher's hands are very, uh, limited as to what they can do as far as finding that those opportunities to inspire. And so even the little things that can get kids intrigued, the little experiments, um, there's just simply not very much time. I remember I went, when I was first starting, I went to a school board meeting uh, specifically focused around STEAM just to observe uh, one of the local districts. And it had, there was a team of different chemistry teachers from around the area and one of the teachers basically stood up and said, I would love to do so much more, but I have all of these regulations. And it was something crazy, like he had to cover 146 topics in the school year that the kids had to know for the test by the end of the year. And there just simply wasn't time for the kids to actually explore and develop a passion for it themselves. And so Nutty Scientists, that's our goal, is to give the kids a little more. Obviously not replace the teachers. In no way is that the goal. The goal is to give them that excitement that maybe they don't they don't have the opportunity to get. 
And and that's a great explanation. I know that you in that uh, you mentioned um, STEAM or STEM. Uh, for those that are not familiar with that, can you kind of tell us what that is? It's it's become a um, um, a well recognized acronym to a lot of parents. I think. Yep, absolutely. You're right. Uh, so it started out as STEM, which is uh, stands for science, technology, uh, engineering, and mathematics. And it's recently kind of grown to where you add the A to get STEAM, um, which adds in the arts. And so Nutty Scientists, our focus is an all-encompassing STEAM program. And so what we've done is our, uh, all of our curriculum and our, everything is foundational on primarily STEM initially, but we've since grown to add the art into it. And so we've had some really awesome uh, integrations with um, STEM versus art or the combination of both. Um, and in fact, some of, my, <laughs> some of my instructors, some of my nutty scientists that are on my team um, are indeed artists and not scientists simply mm. because it's, our program is about that creativity. And I often find that artists are the ones that are really thinking in that creative sense. And it gives the kids the opportunity to see that science isn't just information that's being passed mm -hmm. along to them. Uh, it's, it's about creativity and excitement. And so mm -hmm. um, we have lots of programs. We do our best to incorporate um, that art and creativity into all of our different programs. We even have an entire group of our curriculum that's basically called, called our artificial science. So it's basically an opportunity for the kids to see uh, colorful and exciting science that happens to be artistic as well. And mm. so um, it's, it's just a great uh, mix in my eyes. And it brings the kids, it gives such a diversity to where there's, if we've got some kids that are really excited about that creative side, that's awesome. If we've got kids that are more into the, um, technology things. We've got a lot of robotics and coding and things like that. That really draws in that group of children. And then we've also got the others where, you know, chemistry, I mentioned, um, we certainly do a lot of slime and mixing things together <laughs> to see what happens and all of those kind of things. So it's the perfect mix of kind of the physical sciences, the technology sciences, as well as incorporating that, that artistic aspect into it. Kevin, it sounds like it sounds so much fun. You know, you've kind of briefly <laughs> talked about some of the topics. In fact, I'd love to attend one of those. You've briefly talked about some of the topics and the types of programs. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, because I, I, there may be parents out there listening, wondering, why would I um, get more get my children involved with nutty scientists what specifically would my kids learn and could you pick and choose is it a cafeteria kind of style of program yep and that's a great question um, the the thing that I love about our programming and nutty scientists in general is the flexibility of it and so when I put together programs that we're going to have either at school or after school programs or camps or anything that we do. Um, what I try to do is I try to work with um, that local district or the group that I'm working with 
to try to figure out what the needs are. And so the programming can vary from, hey, we're going to do just a, what I would might call a nutty steam club to where we'll cover a whole bunch of different types of programming. Right now, our after-school programs, um, a lot of them are focused on robotics. And so we've got multiple groups that are doing robotics, and that would be a six-week or so program um, where the kids once a week after school have robotics. And so what I tend to do is I find, figure out what the need is, and then introduce our program in a way that really fits that need. And so oftentimes, the way I start that introduction to Nutty Scientists is basically to just illustrate to parents all the different aspects of science and the ways that we can kind of offer that inspiration to kids. And so um, a typical program that I might start with, we might do one week of just a very general robotics. Um, we would do one week of a chemistry type program. Uh, one of our favorites is um, called Observing Like a Scientist. And so we allow the kids to kind of go beyond uh, just mixing things together. This is actually using their senses to see things that they might not have noticed the first time. Um, we'll throw in another program. Uh, one of our favorites is something called polymers. And so the kids get to learn about these things called polymers that are all around. And so they learn that, wow, plastic is actually a polymer. And the, a lot of the clothing we wear is actually a polymer. But they also learn some really fun things. And so we attempt to make water disappear. And in that, somebody might actually get a little bit of water dumped on their head. And uh, there's little ways that we try to make it so it's not just a passing of information. It's actually the kids participating. They are all hands-on. And it is an experience more so than a class or a lesson that we offer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I also noticed on your website that you um, you bring things um, that are relevant mm -hmm. to the to the to the kids because one of the things I noticed was um, learning about viruses and yep. uh, preventing and staying healthy. So I thought that was really interesting that you um, you know again stay relevant with that. Is that something that is a conscious effort for the nutty scientist? Uh, it is actually very conscious. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. It, mm -hmm. um, we, we have um, a whole section of our curriculum that's focused on kind of those relevant topics that are things that the kids can apply in their everyday life. And so our nutrition and health programs focus a lot on just basic health and the science behind it so the kids can kind of understand hey you know i'm supposed to brush my teeth all the time but why do i have to brush my teeth all the time and it goes into um, the science behind it and so it makes a lot of sense that way um, we also have prevention programs which even tie into the older groups um, where we talk a little bit about things like the science of you know illegal drugs and even alcohol and smoking and things like that, that how can those affect someone? And so um, those are things that are really conscious. And then the other one that comes to mind for me is the environment. Um, we, it's been a huge focus for us um, 
not just in Nutty Scientist curriculum in general, but even Nutty Scientists here in Michigan. Um, it happened that my two full-time staff members besides myself, both of them have environmental science degrees. And as a result, we are continually developing more and more uh, curriculum and lessons and activities for the kids for them to understand the environment around us. And it really emphasizes something that I truly believe and something that um, is really important for the kids to grasp, and that is science is everywhere. And so whatever you're doing, whether it's reading a book or writing a paper or playing a video game, science is everywhere. So the more that the kids can learn that and realize it, then the more that they can see the impact that they can make. And environment is one of those critical points where, you know, we obviously want to take care of the environment and see um, the earth taken care of. And this gives the kids an inspiration and an opportunity to see how they can impact uh, even in elementary school. And I think it's great that you're passing that information on to another generation because yep. they will be the ones making a lot of the decisions going forward. You talked about elementary school. What ages are do you see participating in the Nutty Scientist programs? Uh, so Nutty Scientists, uh, I would say it, our primary focus in most of the programs that we run um, are for that elementary school age group. Um, we do have a full preschool program um, that we also work with the younger kids, um, both in a preschool type setting. Uh, we also have a very fun uh, parent and me class where the parents actually join their preschoolers and we have tons of fun. I teach the adult science as much as I teach the kids science and it's great. Um, but then it also ranges up age group and so we do have some middle school programs that we run especially summer camps where we work with the older kids and then we do a lot of family events so um, those events whether it's birthday parties or special events we do a lot of work um, in uh, businesses corporate especially bring your child to work day things like that um, and then just festivals things like that I've also even done work for strictly adults um, I about a year ago did a program where I actually went to a group of seniors who were looking for some kind of fun activity um, that they could do. And they had me come out and I did some fun science and I got volunteers up and they were having a ball. And so I think our program kind of stems all ages um, to where it is very applicable and entertaining for all ages. But I would say our primary focus as far as schools and things like that does tend to be in the elementary age. Oh, Kevin, I love that idea of just, <laughs> you know, a group of friends getting together and bringing you out and uh, just having a ball. That sounds like so yep. much fun. It really does. Yep. You know, so yep. you've given us a real good concept of what nutty scientists can deliver. Let's talk a little bit about the franchise piece of it. So you've mentioned that, you know, we've talked about how, you know, you have such a, uh, a depth of education and knowledge in science. Is that something that is important for, for someone that's listening, interested in nutty scientists? Is it important for them to have that before they get started? Yeah, and I can vehemently say that the answer is absolutely not. 
Um, the science for me was, again, something that I'm passionate about, but we have our team all over the world um, is made up of lots of people that have, they don't have scientific degrees. They don't have um, that science experience. Um, I think the key thing that I would say as far as thinking about working and starting with a nutty scientist program is just that passion and desire to make an impact on the next generation, as you said, um, that passion for kids to be able to um, have that drive to make that impact, I think is the, is the big thing. I always tell my new instructors um, that I can teach them the science. The science is not complicated. Most of what we do is elementary age science. And so with that, that's the easy part. The part that's a little tougher to teach is that excitement um, mm. and that passion to work with the kids, um, to see their um, the impact that's being made there. And so as far as a new franchisee coming in, um, I think the ones that I've seen that have been very successful um, and kind of what I look for as I'm talking with new and potential franchisees is, is that passion. It's the, you know, I may not know science, but I am super excited to see what we can do to work with the kids. And I think that's, that's a big part of it. Um, when I was doing my research and thinking about what type of program I wanted to start, I was thinking about um, starting it myself, just coming up with something, again, because you said I had that science background. Um, so it was something I had thought about. And then I did a lot of research of other programs like Nutty Scientists that were doing work like that. And in the research, what I found is that there's a lot of different methodologies and a lot of different things, um, ways that science enrichment programs run. Um, and what ultimately tipped me to team up with Nutty Scientists was the just vast amount of resources, curriculum, the global span. Um, this is a program that's been around 20 plus years, starting over in Europe, and so I could see the global impact that was being made over there. Um, and it, it really did feel, and I can confirm that it still does, and even more so now, almost like you're starting your own business, but you have a global team supporting you behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's basically you get to choose how you run your business, and there's so much diversity and so much opportunity as far as what you want to focus on and yet you've got that backing of people all over the world um, with new ideas and new programs coming constantly. And um, so as far as the science goes, it is not something that you need any kind of science knowledge whatsoever. Those resources are certainly available. Um, but if you've got scientific ideas and something that you want to bring to the table as well, that's also very welcome. Um, we definitely look at opportunities to grow even within many scientists and help each other. And that communication is very open as well. It's wonderful to have a team that way, because, you know, one of the reasons that I love franchising and that franchise model so much is that you're not in it alone. You know, if there yep. is a question, you can certainly, you know, run the flag up the flagpole and ask for some help. So I love all of that. So now that you've kind of addressed the fact that you don't really have to be 
um, this um, whiz in science because everything is really clear. You talked about get, uh, offering the program to schools and in communities. Do you help the the franchise the franchisees the new franchisees? Do you help them in making those relationships to open doors? Yep, great question. So what we yes, the short answer is yes. <laughs> the long mm-hmm. answer is we actually work in a couple of different ways to do that. Um, we we offer kind of a in-house marketing type program so that we can kind of talk through options and directions that each new franchisee can go as far as where they want to start targeting first, uh, areas that we find to be the most successful ways um, and places to start to look. Um, And then in addition to that, there's also on-site training. So that on-site training involves the initial training of the first batch of instructors as well as training of the franchisee themselves just in the programming itself. But then what we do is we actually create that and turn that into a, an initial launch event. And that launch event is kind of to market to the neighborhoods and areas around there just to say, hey, we've got a new program that's coming to town. It's called Nutty Scientist, free event, family event, um, just to help parents get some visibility of what we have to offer. Then from there, um, the marketing advice continues to where we also have some, there's lots of different directions that it can take. And so some of the things that I've done um, and that I will continue to do as your little introduction of the liaison with training and franchisee and all of whatever my fancy title (laughs) might be, Um, I, I try to work with new franchisees to help them to see, okay, when you go into a school district, what I would do is I would kind of pick and see, you first obviously want to find out who the decision-making person is. And so we kind of go in and sometimes it's a situation where I'm able to go um, and offer that training uh, on site where we kind of go in together. And that's something that we offer to potential franchisees as well is basically a day of, um, in essence, on-site marketing to where people can see this in action and whether it's me or another one of our franchisees that can come and help out um, with initial meetings with school districts and principals and things like that so that they can see that process in action. And so these are things that the communication between franchisees as well as with corporate office Um, those are things that are always ongoing. And so I know I've had a lot of conversations with people because different franchisees are finding success in different areas. And so Mm -hmm. some of our franchisees are focused almost entirely on after-school programs, and that's where they've found their success, whereas some of us are doing lots of different things, whether it's camps or corporate events. Um, And so what we can do is with that wealth of knowledge, we can then pass it along to where if someone's interested and says, hey, really like to do this um anybody out there that can give me some ideas of where to start and it that kind of gets the ball rolling to where we can kind of grow together in that sense yeah i love that kevin because there again to have someone out there to help you step into the marketing piece of it because many people that go into franchise they have never done any marketing. They have never yep. really owned their own business. So it's important to, that the franchisor 
hold their hand for a bit until they get comfortable in that, so to speak. I'll tell you what, we need to take a real quick commercial break. But Kevin, when we come back, could you share a couple of success stories with our listeners? Maybe one that didn't start out so successful, but um, (laughs) because there's always those stories and, and, you know, to be able to share some uh, how others struggled sometimes in the beginning, but were able to turn that around is helpful for those that are thinking about going into franchising to, to know that it's, you know, everybody struggles a bit. So do you have a couple of stories you could share with us when we come back? I think I could absolutely do that. Very good. Well, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll hear more from um, Kevin Sloser. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898. Or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Today we are all about science. Uh, today's guest is Kevin Sloser with the Nutty Scientist. So Kevin, when we broke, I asked if you maybe had some some stories you could share with us about that would would maybe give us an idea of some of the franchisees that you've worked with. Yep, absolutely. So um, I guess the first story that I can share actually works with um, kind of my experience. And so kind of to give you the paint the picture from the beginning um, as far as my experience here, because I do want to make sure that I emphasize, like you said, 
some of the challenges and the struggles that you go through are the things that, one, mm-hmm. can make you stronger, but also can help uh, others as they grow. And so I remember when I started, um, we launched in September of 2014, and it was one of those where I had this idea that I was just going to spread science everywhere, and we were going to do everything we possibly could. And so we were doing I was going to do birthday parties and after-school programs, and I was going to go to schools and do large assemblies, and we were going to have just this incredible, um, vast amount of science spread all over. And I quickly found, I guess, my first struggle, um, which was when you try to do everything, um, Mm -hmm. you tend to do everything kind of mediocre at best. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I love about Nutty Scientists is there's so many different things that we can offer. Um, But the trap that I kind of fell into was I'm just, I'm starting this and it was me on my own um, at this point. Um, And I'm going to go in guns a blazing ready to go. And that was what ended up happening was I ended up having so many different things going on, uh, different things that I had to become an expert in very quickly. And, um, it ended up being kind of overwhelming as the process went quickly. And so after a little bit of time, I kind of refocused and said, okay, we're going to go one step at a time. I'm going to really focus on different areas. And so I kind of narrowed down at that point to um, after school programs to get our name out there and then camps and special events along those lines. And so what happened was we got our first, set of after-school programs in that winter of, I guess, 2015 at that point. Um, And we just had a handful of kids. We were doing programs basically two times a week, and it was a very small group of kids. And then that first summer camp, we had two weeks of summer camp. I think we had a total of about 30 kids, about 15 kids each week. Um, And that was our kind of initial as we were growing kind of thing. Now, there were obviously lots of other programs running at the same time, but um, this was our, my primary focus. And so that challenge of really isolating and focusing in those things started small and has now built. And it's to a point now where this year um, we basically are running four after-school programs every day at different schools um, throughout our area. And our summer camps are up to, we are offering five different summer camps every week of the summer, this upcoming summer. And we have the potential of probably of just under a thousand kids in just one of the districts that we're working in. And so basically that challenge of, I can do everything to, okay, I think I need to focus so that we can kind of take this to the next level has gone that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the beautiful thing, uh, Kevin, about you working with new franchisees is that you have uh, walked the walk. So you kind of know exactly what some of those pitfalls are, so to speak, and how you can get wrapped up in the excitement of it, but you end up losing um, your ability to control that and, and yes. control the growth in a way that it's manageable. So I, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I will say that you'd mentioned the business and the marketing and how that's not a very common skill for all people. And I will definitely say that 
as far as I go. I've got the science background, but the business mm-hmm. aspect of it is a very – there's definitely a learning curve as to mm-hmm. all of those different processes. And so um, that's, that's an important thing. And when I talk with franchisees, um, especially we've had a couple of new ones in the past few months that have signed on, and um, that's something that I really emphasize with them that, you know, it's really critical – for this to be an ongoing learning experience in a lot of ways. And so um, another kind of story is actually an ongoing story. Um, And one of our newest franchisees, um, actually, they haven't even launched their location yet officially. Um, That's going to happen sometime later in the spring. Um, But they already have uh, districts contacting them for camps and after-school programs and um, things that they want. Um, because they see and saw what Nutty Scientist was and that it was coming to the area. And so I've basically had to kind of share that story to make sure, okay, we haven't even launched yet. We don't mm-hmm. have a good grasp on where you're at. Let's make sure that we've got it all. And so her and I have been working together um, to kind of put together, hey, this is what a summer camp could look like. Do you think that this is something that you are will be ready to do this summer? And mm-hmm. all of these kind of things, taking it very stepwise, because um, mm-hmm. I think that's critical. It's it's kind of building the foundation that can then grow into something more, as opposed to just kind of haphazardly piling things up in the hopes that <laughs> it'll get to where you want it to get. Right, right. Hoping that you'll get something right. But what ends up happening, Kevin, is there's so much energy put into this and a person can get burnt out pretty quickly before they even get started and think, oh, my goodness, what the heck have I done here? (laughs) Yep, absolutely. And quite honestly, that's something that I'm really grateful for as far as, again, that team that I was talking about. So there's definitely been some franchisees that I've connected with um, that even in my process before I started working with Nutty Scientist Corporate and things where they've helped me a lot with be it ideas when I was struggling or um, even just directions that they went that they could say, hey, this isn't exactly the best direction to go. It might be fun and it might be okay, but maybe not the most profitable to keep you going Mm. and things like that. So I've been able Mm. to get get and give that advice in a sense, but it's, it's also a global team with regard to corporate as well. And so I can think of another example of a time mm-hmm. where I was working in that marketing, kind of getting the news out. And this was probably a year and a half into our business here. And I was just kind of trying to grow and nutty scientists contacted me and basically said, Hey, we'd love to give you, a boost of some kind. And one of the ways that they offered was they wanted, they communicated with our local news channel and basically set up a time for me to go on to um, the channel two news. Wow. Um, And I had a 10 10 minute segment where I was working with the anchors and I was doing some science and introducing our program. How fun. And oh my goodness, it was great. I ended up taking uh, dry ice and pouring tons of hot water on it. And we basically filled the entire studio with fog and they actually <laughs> couldn't, they had to sign off with out being able to see their faces. It was very entertaining. <laughs> um, so we had a lot of fun, but what ended up happening with that was that then was an ultimate marketing tool to where the news got out 
And I ended up uh, getting a long-term contract. Well, it's a contract that's gone on for three-plus years now to where um, there's a major party planning group um, that handles corporate parties and huge festivals and things. And they saw me on the news and they contacted me and we've been working with them for VIP parties for Ford Motor Company and for our Thanksgiving Day Parade events. And uh, even last January, um, I was kind of the the warm-up act for the governor's inauguration party. And so I went on just before she came on to thank everybody and so there's ways that you you wouldn't even anticipate that you could get into things like this and so um, just having that team and that support is is a huge benefit certainly certainly Kevin if someone we're coming to the end of the show but uh, if somebody is listening right now and they're saying oh my gosh this sounds so exciting how can they find out more about you, about Nutty Scientists, and maybe how they can participate? Yep, absolutely. So um, obviously the direct way, I mean, if you visit the website, nuttyscientist.com, there is information as far as franchisee um, information on there, including contact information. Um, I would absolutely love to get any contact. Um, from people. Um, one of the things I love to do is talk about nutty scientists. Um, and so I would be happy to answer any questions and stories. And so even just shooting me a quick email at Kevin at nutty scientists.com uh, is a very simple way to just say, Hey, I'm interested in finding out more information. What can you tell me about it? Um, and I have links to videos of programs in action and things that I've done here, as well as things that are going on all around the world. And so I'd very easily be able to distribute information that way. And I think that's, that's the first step. And then the next step is obviously just, again, starting to, that conversation with us. Um, it's myself as well as corporate's marketing director that we would then sit down and talk about, hey, what does it look like to start a franchise? What are the requirements? What what are we looking for? And um, we can definitely talk through what it means to be a good fit for this franchise. Yeah. Very good. Um, We're down to the final questions here. The first question is uh, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Um, That's a great question. Um, I think the first thing that I would do, Um, is just kind of do a quick assessment of the area um, as far as looking for schools and programs and basically just see what the environment looks like. There's areas around here that are so desiring these STEAM-type programs, and I think that that's common all over the country. And so just kind of getting a a feel for – Um, you know, what the needs are and what those desires are. That's something that's relatively simple to do, but that preliminary work can really help in the process of expansion. And I I think the next thing um, that, again, I would recommend is just um, consider the fact that science is awesome and it's super fun, but you don't need a science degree for this. And so the biggest thing I would say is, you know, think about 
your passion for kids and what that drive is. And if it is, then please contact me. I'd love to talk with you um, to, to take the next steps. And I think that may, that actually leads into the next question. And that is what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Yep. That's in a sense, easy. (laughs) The first one is that passion for kids, just that excitement and the desire to want to inspire the next generation. And then the second one is in essence, that willingness to put in the effort um, because this, is a situation this is a program that will take some building it'll take some getting the name out there and that definitely takes it takes some effort um but it is work that is just incredibly rewarding and i'm i'm super grateful that i've taken this step and had this opportunity Mm-hmm. The final question here is, um, you know, I know that you've been a franchisee, you are a franchisee, and you've also been working with the franchisor. Uh, from your perspective, in general, what does the future of franchising look like? And that's, that is a great question and a tough one in the sense that my experience with franchises uh, in general is nutty scientists. And so I find myself looking at the world in a different set of eyes now that I've um, jumped into the franchising world um, Mm -hmm. to where I can see franchises everywhere. And I think for me, um, I have seen such a massive benefit from the, what I call this team up or this cooperation with nutty scientists and my experience with franchising in that sense has been extremely positive. Um, to where I am running my own business here in Michigan. But again, I have that global team behind me. And because of that, it, I guess it's my hope that as franchising moves forward, as new franchises are coming and things like that, that my hope is that that is the, more the direction that it goes, as opposed to kind of a, a rigid system of this is how you're going to do it and you're going to follow these rules and all that kind of stuff. My hope really is is that we can instill that creativity, maintain the creativity of each individual owner, but yet utilize the strengths of the franchise and what's been established in the past. And I think that's just an amazing recipe for success. And I do appreciate your reference to that because there are um, brands, concepts out there that are very rigid. Uh, yeah. And and that works for some people. I don't want to say that that's a negative. That it, that works yeah. for some people. But it's also um, nice to have the option where there is some flexibility and still maintain the integrity of the brand. And it sounds yeah. like Nutty Scientist has found a way to do that. Yep. I truly believe it has. I know for me, that's that's been the thing that I've really most enjoyed about it is the fact that I have the backing, but we're able to bring the science and the programs that we need to here in this area and really tailor it to our inspiration and our activities. And it's been great. Wonderful. Kevin, one more time. How can someone get in touch with you? Yep. So you can get me by email, Kevin at nutty scientist, one word.com. And you can also give me a call, shoot me a text, 734-545-8597. And you 
be happy to visit us as well on social media. Obviously, Nutty Science Group um, is one. But uh, if you want to see us in action here in Michigan, uh, you can see us, you know, on Instagram, Facebook. It's just at Nutty Science MI. Um, and come and visit, and I'd be happy to answer any questions at any time. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Kevin, for spending some time and sharing Nutty Scientists to our listeners. I appreciate it. Thanks, Linda. I really appreciate the time. Absolutely. Folks, so you've heard about science today and how there really, there really is an opportunity for building a business. And if you, like Kevin says, if you love helping children, if Possibly if you're a retired teacher and you still and you still want to participate, you want or you're not done yet, so to speak. This would be a great opportunity for you to check into. And if you want a personal introduction to Kevin, I'd be happy to do that. So you know how I always uh, leave you with a quote. So here's a quote today. Equipped with his five senses, man explores the universe around him and calls it the adventure of science. That's Edwin Hubble. So go out there and um, take in the, the area around you and, 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 the, and see it as an adventure. So thanks so much for joining us on All Things Franchising. Look forward to seeing you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.